What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up to Sitting podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am hyped for today's show with Ramsey's Principe. And Ramsey's is a former collegiate athlete, fitness entrepreneur, and lifestyle influencer. He's worked with over 20,000 clients online and is on a mission to continue amplifying his impact through fitness, mindset, and nutrition. Before we get into today's show, I want to shout out our sponsor. I am so grateful to partner with Kai's energy bars. Kai's are these all natural, only four to six ingredients in each bar. And they're amazing. Whether it's post-workout or you just need a midday pick-me-up, these bars have kept me going the last few months. And the reason that I love this company so much is because I connected with their founder, Jeff. And Jeff is so committed to making an impact in the community that every box of bars they sell, he donates some to kids in Haiti. He's literally making a generational change for the youth overseas. And that is really why I felt this duty and alignment to partner with Kai. So I'm so grateful for them. And they have been generous enough to give this community 15% off their orders. So go to kaisconcepts.com and then put coach Jeremy 305 at checkout so you can get some of these guys. I'm not joking. I don't take or put anything in my body that has any artificial flavors, ingredients. So get on these now, save 15% off coach Jeremy 305 at checkout. Peace. Welcome to the show, homie. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. Hell yeah, dog. Looking forward to it. How'd you like that intro? Oh, it's amazing. You did an outstanding job. Definitely did your research, I'll tell you that. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, um, let's jump right in. I want to know, know your journey, how you became who you are today. Like what, what things led to you becoming passionate about fitness, nutrition, motivation, all of that type of stuff? Well, to start off with, I used to play football. I played high school football. I lived here in Miami, so I played at a local high school here. Growing up in high school, that was always my dream, you know, playing football. That was There was no option B. It was just football, football, football. But, you know, due to having some injuries after going to college, I used to play in Kentucky. In Kentucky, I tore my labrum, and this happened right before Christmas. So it was like during the whole winter. And during those like two to three months of winter, I went into a deep depression from, you know, having my dream of playing in the NFL to like after my last surgery, I was like, you know, maybe this is not for me. Started taking painkillers. It was in the middle of winter. I'm in Kentucky. There's nothing to do. Like there was just so much pressure going into me that I went into such a deep depression. And when I tell you deep depression, I'm mean talking about taking painkillers four or six times a day. So pretty much high all day of painkillers. That made me gain up to, I got up to like 265 pounds at one point. And that's when I came back down to Miami. And that's when like life hit me. I came to this dark place where I was just lost. Literally, that's the word for I was lost. I had no idea what my life was going to be. I was overweight. I was feeling insecure myself. My relationship had just ended. I was back at living with my mom. Like my life was completely apart. And I just realized like, 
what am I going to do that's going to get me to this point in life where I picture myself, you know, maybe at this point it's not going to be the NFL playing football, but like, what else could I do in life that's gonna, that I could enjoy most importantly? Because I never wanted to do something in life that I didn't enjoy doing. So, you know, I play football. I can't do that anymore. So what's the closest thing of being football? Personal trainer. I wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach. I, like, I love telling people what to do. I'm very, like, being in command, and it's just, it falls apart. So once I moved down here to Miami after being in school in Kentucky, I started thinking. I was like, if I want to be a personal trainer, I need to look like I'm in shape. I'm 260 pounds. At that point, I didn't eat a single thing of vegetables. When I'm talking about spinach, none of that stuff, I didn't eat spinach till I was 20 years old. All I ate was rice, beans, and fried chicken. That was my diet. That uh, Venezuelan food. That Venezuelan food. That's right, the good food. So I started thinking to myself, like, look, Ramses, if you want to be a successful person, you want to be a personal trainer, you need to change your whole aspect of life. You need to change the way you eat, change the way you live your life, your mindset and everything. That's when I started doing the small little things that led into a huge result in the long term. What, did I, what do I mean by that? I started eating spinach. You know, it, it sounds funny, but that was like the first step to my new life, eating spinach. After a while, I started trying new vegetables. I started expanding my mindset. And little by little, that's when I started going to school. As I'm going to school, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm, I enjoy going to school. I enjoy it, but I want to be out in the field at this point. I don't want to wait till I graduate. So as I'm in school, I got my certification. And then in this whole process, I'm starting to do cardio. I'm getting more consistent with my diet my mindset and everything just slowly started shifting and made me realize like look it's a long journey that, it's a long journey that you have in front of you but if you keep doing these small little changes consistently basis eventually will you get to the point where you want to get to so i started training i started working at la fitness that's where i worked on my first job at the one in brickle the la fitness signature in brickle so i was going to school and all this great stuff were happening i was starting to lose weight so, so a beautiful thing that changed my life just came up out of nowhere, which is called Instagram. <laughs> Instagram changed my life, 100%. My life will not be the same without Instagram. So as that was happening, I started, I started my Instagram just for fun, like everybody did at that time. I started posting my workouts. Started we're talking like 2012, 2013. You were on there pretty early, right? Yeah, like I think it was 2011. Okay. When I started, I was literally just checking two days ago and it said 2011. Okay. So it's been a good eight years, eight, nine years at this point. So it was all just started doing my whole lifestyle and then social media started growing up and it just kind of like everything just came together at the right time. You know, when you talk about perfect timing to me, that was just a perfect timing of my new lifestyle, me transforming my body, my mindset, making that shift that it had to make in order for me to grow into the person that I had to be in order mm. to become the person that I envisioned myself being, it all just came together at the perfect timing. And then little do you know, as all this is happening, people started seeing my transformation. People started asking me questions They're like, oh, you know, what are you doing? I see, I see you dropping weight. You're out every morning at the gym. Like, well, I started listening. You know, people started coming asking me questions. And I was like, you know what? Maybe there's more to this Instagram thing than just having fun with it. Maybe you could, I could make something out of this. And this was, as my, I was a personal trainer at this point. That was my main thing, personal training, doing boot camps. I, like I told you, I used to work at LA Fitness. They actually fired me from LA Fitness because they found out that I was doing a boot camp outside of LA Fitness. Yeah. And when they fired me, at that point, I told myself, never again in my life would I work for nobody else. 
and I haven't looked back ever since. And this was like eight, nine years ago. And, you know, that was a very important moment in my life because everything was going great. I was transferring myself, but then they, I took it very personal for them to fire me. So I took that very deep and I, I was very, very like, how do I say it? I was very focused on my decision that I was never going to just work for nobody else. And that's when I took MI Fitness and I put 100% effort into it. Fuck yeah, dude. Now we're here. Hell yeah. Just like I th- that. I think it's so dope too because people literally were tracking your progress from the beginning. Yeah. Like that whole journey, you were documenting it. And like right. you said, the timing was on point. It was just perfect. Yeah. That's amazing. So talk about a little bit the ambition you have, the mindset you have, because you knew, you know, after football, by the way, how long did that, that spurt of depression last after, after that injury? It was a good, like six months of just not feeling myself. Right. Very deep, like not wanting to do anything, just freaking eat fries and just watch TV all day. Yeah. That kind of lifestyle for like six months and it just drained me. Yeah. I so where, take it anymore. where did that ambition that you had in terms of like, I want more, I want to be successful. I want to continue striving for greatness. Did that come from your parents, from your childhood? Where do you think that stems from? Honestly, I just feel like, like I said, I came to this country at the age of nine. Like I'm very lucky and blessed and grateful for being here. Cause my mom, she literally left everything behind. So the way that I see it, I don't really have any option but to give my best and become that successful in order for me, not just for myself, but for her to give her back of everything she has done for me. At the end of the day, it is a big sacrifice that she took. She left her career, her house, her friends, everything behind to start here from zero, from having a career back home to serving tables here. You get me? That's a lot of sacrifice that not a lot of people see. And it just wouldn't be fair for me not to give my all. That's fucking dope. And like, you know, I w- even when I went through my whole depression, like, I knew what I had to do, but my depression overtook what I knew that I had to do. But as I came here and I moved back with my mom, that's when it really hit me. Like, I'm not going to be living with my mom. I'm 19. I need to get the fuck out of here, like yeah. ASAP. So it all just it all just happened like instantly. I don't want to say it happened instantly, but it kind of just happened from one day to another. I just told myself, all right, Ramsey's put all those excuses to the side. You need to wake up in the morning, fucking get your ass up and don't even think about it. Was there someone at that time that was inspiring you, a mentor, maybe someone, some videos you were watching, something you were listening to? You know, to be honest, I never really had any of that. I always been just self-motivated, to be honest. You know, I listened to speeches on YouTube, stuff like that, motivational speaking, but I always been just self-motivated. Like I said, I'm, I'm driven by the fact of what I know I could accomplish and I know what I deserve. That's what really drives me every day, just knowing that, you know, I'm here, but I could be this much higher. I could be this much successful. I could be this much leaner. I could be this much faster. As long as I wake up every morning and not even think of any excuses and just get my ass to work, I will reach that level at one point or another. Mm. And that has been like that ever since that one day that I told myself, that's it. There's no more going back to that old depressed way. It's only moving forward. I mean, it hasn't been easy. I'm not going to say... You know, I made that decision from one day to another, but in that journey, it's been plenty of days where I feel like I'm back to my old way. But at the end of the day, I keep that same mentality in my head that if I want to become that person that I want to be, I need to just kick that to the side and keep moving forward. Yeah. How, you mentioned before we started recording that you're kind of more an introvert 
by nature, 100%. you know, more quiet, more reserved. So how was that transition for social media really finding your voice? Oh, man, it and, was a struggle. Yeah, talk it about that. It was a huge struggle. So I'm introverted. Like, if it was me, I'd be in the back of the class, like, chilling, low-key. You know, I don't, I'm not a big going out. That's just not my thing. I'm more of low-key. So I started taking public speaking classes. I would go to Toastmasters. If you were here at Toastmasters? Of I started doing something I'm very big with you. I started doing the things that I was uncomfortable at. I would just, I would literally like stand in front of a class and just drench. When I talk to you, like pour sweat, like <laughs> I would like mumble my words and all this stuff. And it just took a lot of practice, even from being able to just get on the camera and talk to the phone. You know, some people might not think it's a big deal, but it, it takes a lot to talk to the phone and not just talk to it, but it sounds like you know what you're saying because sometimes you could just talk and start saying a whole bunch of nonsense. So it, it was a lot of practice. It definitely did not happen right away. I'll tell you that for like the first like three years, three to four years on my Instagram, I would never say anything. It was nothing but food, workout videos, and pictures yeah. and me smiling. You will never hear me talking. But the past three to four years, I've slowly been getting more comfortable. And I felt like it was my job to not just show people how to live this lifestyle, but express the way that I dealt with this lifestyle and all the benefits that has given me, which, you know, eventually my goal is that will motivate someone else to go through the same step and do the same process that I've gone through. Love that, bro. Um, you mentioned in that pictures of you smiling, right? And I think it's a common thing for people to show all of their highlights, right? Of on course. social media. Social media 101. Yeah, dude. Like, show your highlights. Don't really show any of the tough moments. Because, listen, regardless of where you're at, there's struggles. There's adversities that we have to go through on a day-to-day -day basis, regardless right. of how big or small your following is, regardless of how successful you are. Um, so talk about a little bit in terms of expressing or showing vulnerabilities. And if that's something you've tapped into, if that's something that you plan on tapping more into. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I've definitely been able to open up about more. And I feel like it's helping get more comfortable talking to other people, expressing myself you know, show people that I dealt with over, overweight, dealt with depression. You know, it shows other people that he's been dealing with the same stuff that I'm probably dealing at the moment, and he got passed through that stage in his life and not look where he's at. Mm. So to me, that just shows other people that if I was able to do it, there's certainly no reason why they can't do it. Fuck yeah, I love that. Um, do you feel like there's an area of your life right now, maybe like an insecurity or a struggle that you're trying to grow through? Are there any of those things going on right now? Well, I mean, yeah, you know, like us, us humans, we get to get attached to the bad things in life at times. And, you know, it's just we live and learn. And I'm at the point where I'm very happy with myself. I, I learned to just let go of things in life. And I, one thing I learned is you cannot force things in life. And that's one thing that I've, I'm, I've been very big into as of lately, just not forcing anything in life. If something is meant for you to happen, it's going to happen. You cannot expect, you cannot force a job to happen. You cannot expect a relationship, friendships to happen. If they, if they are meant for you to happen, they're going to happen one way or another. Yeah. You cannot be overthinking it, trying to make things happen. If it's going to, like I said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. No matter what you do, it's just going to happen. So that's one thing that I, that I dealt with that I feel like I had a, a lot of issues with because I'm very... I'm like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm so controlling. Like, so when I get stuck into something, like, it has, it's my way or the highway. Right. And, you know, so that's not how life works. I learned that the hard way. That's not life. What was the thing that taught you that? 
just life, women, business, friendships. You know, I'm, I just hate when things don't go my way. Right. That's just how it is. I, I it just bothers me. I'm so controlling about everything. I, I like. I'm on a clock. I'm on a schedule. That's that's. It drives me crazy, but that's just the way that my brain and my body set up at this point in my life. Yeah. So when things are go, don't go in the route that I see them to go, it just drives me insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can definitely relate to that. I think it's a superpower. I think having that quality Correct. can be super beneficial Like because you're going to get shit done. Of course. You're going to stay focused on your goals, your tasks. And it can also be detrimental. Like 100%. whenever you're too extreme at one thing, right? So learning to let go and surrender some areas like is so liberating just let it be and even even like us setting this podcast up like i hit you up a couple times previous correct and that's what i've learned bro like there's so much alignment and synchronicity the time just wasn't right yeah i just put the energy out there i'm like yo dude i'd love to have you in and i'm confident it's gonna happen whenever it's meant to be of course you know what i mean now we're here yeah dude (laughs) so i think that's huge what what is there anything right now that you are in the process of letting go of? Maybe it's a certain relationship, a certain possession, um, anything that you can think of? No, thankfully, no. I already got rid of everything. I'm yeah. in peace right now. How, what were some of those things that like were toxic you know, that you got rid of? I feel like relationships can be very toxic right now. I'm just so focused with you know, my career, everything that I have going on around me that like I, I just see it like I start getting sidetracked and mm. right now I cannot allow myself to get sidetracked. There's just so much stuff going on at the moment that it's just not, it's not healthy for me. It, I feel like it's unhealthy at this point unless it's keeping me focused. Any kind of stuff that gets me off track, I try to like stay away from as much as possible. Yeah, I think especially when it, I don't know if you're referring to a relationship with a homie or a woman, whatever it is. What I found in my experiences, like my last few relationships with women, the biggest challenge I found is finding a girl who has a similar mindset. Mm. Like she, she wants to, obviously she has health and wellness as a priority. She's, she's trying to grow herself personally, professionally, and also is like super supportive of me doing the same Mm -hmm. and doesn't get super jealous. And like having all of those things go on at the same time, especially in Miami. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Like it's tough, man. Like, and I'm sure with social media, like doesn't help. Yeah, man. So, I mean, there's constant distractions. How, what would you say is like a balance that you've figured out in terms of like real life and then social media in terms well, of just balancing the two? It's funny because like my close friends, they know, they know Ramses and then like I switch the button and I turn into MI Fitness. Right. Because like I said, I'm very introverted. So like all my friends, I know I'm low key and stuff like that, but you know, I, I make that switch and I turn into this, this other person who I grew up, who got, grew into becoming by doing a public speaking and stuff like that. So I became more of a friendly person. You know, the type of when you go to events, you start talking to people and networking. I would never do it ever again, looking back five years ago. But now I force myself into stepping out of the comfort zone and just doing that kind of stuff. So I feel like that's something very important that I've been slowly getting used to and now it's very good at it at this point. Yeah. Where did you get that kind of like hard shell on the outside, right? Maybe like the introverted or the less open, the more shy, timid. Do you think that stemmed from growing up your childhood in Venezuela? No, honestly, I was just, I always been like that. Like 
even my, my mom will tell you, like, growing up, I never got into trouble. I always been quiet, good boy. Like, as funny as it sounds, like, I always been, like, really quiet and low-key and just to myself. I grew up, that's just how I've been since I was a kid. Yeah. Did you grow up with both parents? No, single. Yeah? Single parent. Did yeah. you, like, know your dad? I, I never, I mean, I know my dad. He, he lives here in the States now, but when I moved here, he was still in Venezuela. So we never really had a relationship. You know, like... I feel like I, when I look at it now, it doesn't really bother me. But I, when I was young, it definitely bothered me. But it also, um, kind of glad it happened because it has, it, it raised me into becoming the person I am today. Yeah. So I guess you could say that that has something to do with it because it made me very hard. Yeah. It made me very like, you know, I'm very just confident in myself and it made me grow up at a young age. It made me realize that at the end of the day, I don't really need certain people in my life that I just, as long as you have the right people that's around you and you have the right mentality and you're happy with what you have instead of always wanting more, wanting that perfect family that you see other people have. You know, we're not always, everybody's not always dealt with the same cards. My cards were different than other people that I saw. They have a perfect family, this and that. Why can't I have that? You know, I slowly learned to just be happy with the fact that I have a beautiful mom, that she played a mom in that position and she did an outstanding job. She let me do whatever I wanted in life. As long as I was always, like I said, I was always a good kid, but I would party my life off and I was still, I would get, go out in high school freaking 10th grade going out at five, six in the morning, but then I'll go straight to class and I'll be an A1A student, you get yeah. me? That kind of stuff. So she really helped me to the point where she gave me the freedom to express myself, do whatever I wanted while still making sure that I was a responsible kid. Mm. And I feel like that was something that I'm very thankful for because she never like kept me in a box, you get me? She's like, here's the word, do whatever you want. If you fuck up, it's your fault. You're going to learn. Yes. But I'm here for you, you get me? And that always, it made me, like I said, it made me do whatever I wanted, but I always had the conscience in my mind of, you know, have fun, but be responsible. Mm, fuck yeah, dude. We got to have fun on this, 100%. this this journey called life. I love that because actually I'm wearing the shirt right now because I think so many people have this stuck in their mind. A certain event happens. Maybe their parents got divorced. Maybe their dad wasn't in their life and they think it's all happening to them. Correct. Right? And they put up all these walls. They become reactive. They become resentful. But what you did was you shifted that and you understood that this was happening for you, Correct. not to you. And you learned all these valuable lessons. And that that's really dope to hear about the connection you have with your mom. Yeah. Mama's awesome. boy for life. Mama's boy for life. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I, and I love to see that you are giving back to yes. the community in a big way. Um, I think it's so important. I think it's so important for the kids out there. A lot of them are growing up in single, single family households. They might not have that male role model and influence in their life. Talk about your foundation. Correct. What you guys are doing, what the mission is there. All right. So I started my foundation last year. So this is our second year having it. Um, I'm, the, I'm very big into writing my goals down every morning, this and that. And honestly, for the past three or four years, I always put, you know, being a great leader in your community and giving back. Being a great leader in community and giving back. Four years, I have three, four notebooks that every single page says that. And I always made an excuse for not doing it. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Point blank, excuse after excuse for not doing it. Last year, before school started, like literally two weeks, I was in Mexico. My friend having the time of her life, drunk, partying. 
as I'm on my flight back, for some reason, it just crossed my mind. I'm like, yo, like, fuck your excuses. Rams is like, the time is now, like, stop fucking around. And this was 11 days before the school started. Oh, wow. 11, no, school started in two weeks, 11 days before the weekend before school started. So I was like, man, you know what? Like, literally on the flight from Cancun to Miami, I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to get this done. On the flight, I started texting my graphic designer. I'm like, yo, let's do this. We're doing this. At that point, I'm already setting up for the event when I haven't even gone to the park. I haven't even talked to the city. But I'm like, it's happening regardless one way or another. So... I started the MI Fitness Profit, MI Fitness Nonprofit Foundation, which the main purpose of our foundation is giving back to the youth, to the kids. You know, we, we do events with families. My main thing is I like to work with the youth because if you could help them and show them a great example of a leader at a young age, it's going to take them a long way in the future. So in 10 days, we were able to collect 125 book bags filled with school supplies. We did our first event. It was only we did a boot camp. So we got, we got like four trainers. One of them was Baby Mama. Star, yeah. and she's been here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was one of the trainers. You know, we just gathered different trainers. We did the boot camp. We handed out the book bags. It was an amazing thing. We had food, music, bounce house. Like, it was a great event. And we had such a great feedback that the next event, we did the turkey drive, which we'll have our turkey drive coming up. Last year, we did 450 turkeys, and that's when we started bringing our flag football tournament. So now for my whole thing is bringing fitness into my events. So we do the boot camps and now we do the, the flag football tournaments. And we're just bringing different aspects of the city from our town, Kendall, different areas of the city that want to usually be together in the same place. And I think another thing that's very important about this is the location where we do our events. It's a community and area where I grew up at. So where I play football back in high school, middle school. So it, to me, it's very special. Because the way that I see it and the main reason why I started doing it on my, my foundation is, you know, followers, money, all these material things, they're amazing. But the true meaning of the way that I measure my success is by the amount of people that I'm able to help. So now not only social media gives me the privilege of helping people worldwide, but it helped me build that platform that I could help my community. I have people who follow me who they see if I'm trying to do something like this or back me up and help me create what I'm working on so it's been nothing but a blessing now we have so we have four main events that we do we do a March Madness basketball tournament hell yeah which is we do it's on my birthday week and so that's how I start off my birthday which we do with the so I work with the Miami Day Foster House with the Miami Day Big Brother and Big Sister community and now we partner up with Voo Church her local church and this weekend actually tomorrow matter of fact tomorrow November 23rd we're gonna be having the turkey drive with Voo Church. So we're gonna be giving out a thousand plus turkeys. And each turkey is gonna come with a bag filled with canned goods from stuffing, rice, beans, mac and cheese, everything. Pretty much we're giving them an entire Thanksgiving dinner to a thousand families tomorrow. Literally, a thousand families are gonna get fed tomorrow. Yes, which is dog. insane. We're gonna be doing our football tournament. There's gonna be a bounce house. There's gonna be a petting zoo. There's gonna be free food, music, um, barbers, everything. Like it's. Oh, there's insane. gonna be barbers tomorrow. Yeah, of course. Let's go. We gotta get the kids fresh for Thanksgiving. Hell yeah, I love that. I think the biggest takeaway for me and for anyone listening and watching is like you had this vision on that plane ride back. And you had the vision for years before, but it really hit you there. And you just took massive action. Insane. Like, you made it happen in fucking like a week. Yeah. So 
that first event, were you paying for it out of pocket? Were you getting sponsors and they were kind of providing product or both, what? Both. Every, I always put money into all the events, but, you know, thankfully I've been able to get a lot of people who believe in my vision. Because, you know, it's kind of hard. Like, I don't know where this guy goes. Like, I go to the park manager and like, hey, can I use your park this week? And I'm going to do an event here to bring free stuff for you guys. You know, it sounds kind of weird. But, you know, people believed in me saw that I was actually putting a lot of effort into it. So people started donating. And now the best thing about this is those same people who started donating at the beginning, they have such trust in me that they just keep donating more and more. And now other people see them donating and it's just it's getting bigger. The budgets are getting bigger. The events are getting bigger. And the people that are working on this bigger company. So sky's the limit. To me, my, my ultimate goal is I want to have the like an MI fitness day, like a Miami, the city of Miami fitness day, something like that where we're just having an event for the city where it's about fitness, health, giving back, bringing the community together. That's, that's like my ultimate goal with creating this event. Eventually I want to get it to, you know, I'm talking to the city right now, talking to the mayor, trying to get more people involved, not just in the community, but in the city, in the, mm -hmm. the department, the government, because they have so much power in the city. So if we work the, the people of the city with the government, you know, there's no limit to what we could do. Yeah, bro. We got to get, we got to really, like you said, we got to get into the schools. We got to get into the community and Correct. impact these kids at an early age because this is stuff that they're just not going to get exposed to in school. Like they're sitting on their ass all day. Like PE isn't even a requirement anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Things change. It's crazy, bro. It's, it's crazy. And the lunch that they're feeding them. I mean, we can go down a separate rabbit hole with that. Um, I'm curious to know, in terms of in terms of the community stuff, in terms of giving back, um, actually, sorry, I got sidetracked, interrupting myself. Um, your relationship, which I love watching with Mike, Mike Holston, the Correct. real Tarzan. I'm curious to know <laughs> how that cultivated, because it's cool to watch you guys support each other, collab, Correct. and and create impact together. So talk a little bit about how you guys met, that relationship, and how it's evolved. You know, it's a funny story because a good friend of mine's. I was at his house, we're hanging out. He's like, he showed me on the phone. He's like, yo, look at this animal guy doing some crazy stuff with his animals. And I was like, yo, that's pretty crazy. So like I clicked on his thing and then I'm like, oh shit, this guy follows me. Who the hell's this guy fucking doing all this crazy shit? So, you know, I follow him back and then I, I'm like going through his things. I'm like, oh, he lives here in Miami. I could just tell from the pictures that he was posting. He lives here in Miami. So I hit him up and it turns out we live like five minutes away from each other. So I was like, yo, let's let's get a workout in. I see you work out, I work out, let's let's go. And honestly, we just clicked. Yeah. And we literally been around the world after that. That's amazing. When was that? A year ago? Yeah, like a year and a half ago. Fuck and yeah. Literally dude. just, you know, we got that connection. That's my brother, honestly. His family yeah. now. We spend holidays together. Our families hang out together. We're literally like to my brother right now. And it's just, you know, sometimes in life people just show up for a reason. And you know, we just happen to appear in each other's life. You know, like you said, we support each other, we motivate each other, we make, we keep each other accountable, and that's something very important to have in life. Have those kind of friends who keep you in check. Yeah. If I see him slacking, I'm gonna come by the back of him and I'm gonna slap him and be like, "Yo, get your shit together." Yeah. And if I'm doing the same thing, I wouldn't expect anything less from him. Yeah, I'll be upset at him if he doesn't do it to me. Fuck yeah, bro! <laughs> I love that shit. It's and it's. I I think what's dope too is a lot of people see the end result of things. Of course, like they might look at you, they might look at me, they might look at Mike, and and they might see like, yo, like, 
like he's just lucky. Like, how did he get yeah. all these followers? Like, how did he get to travel there? Like, I've listened to some of his story. I mean, he's been wanting to do this shit since he was four years old. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that's the work, that's the commitment level it takes. If you really want to people just see the end result. If you want to take your if you want to take your vision to the next level, you really have to take massive action, similar to you took with the foundation, Correct. similar to what he's done in terms of dedicating his whole livelihood to bringing awareness to Correct. nature, animals, pollution, all of these things going on. So I just love, I love that you guys are in my city, bro. Like <laughs> we're just making massive impact, massive change. 100%. Um, what are you most excited about right now? Like business, personal wise? So business wise, I'm very excited for, I don't know if you mentioned that we have a supplement company. So I have a supplement company, Royalty Extracts. So we're the first fully line of CBD and sports supplements in America, meaning we have um, sports aminos like BCAAs with CBD, and then we also do our vegan protein. So we have a vegan protein, which is made of with peat and rice protein. So it's soy free, very low in carbs, low in sugar, and it has an amazing taste, cookies and cream. So, Ooh. you know, it's, we started it, we launched this product, this company, I launched this product company five months ago. You know, it was kind of hard at first because since it's CBD, CBD company, it's a new product. People are scared when people think of CBD, that think of THC, marijuana, it's illegal, this and that. Right. But, you know, it's been, we're getting over that at this point. People are learning that people are seeing the benefits. People are seeing that it's not, has nothing to do with THC. It's actually legal. And, you know, it's about to take off. We just launched our products, our ambassador program. So we have over 200 people who are going to be sponsoring our products. I'm very, very excited about that. Okay. I really have a good feeling about this. I feel like we're changing the way fitness looks at recovery. Mm. Like I said, people are very scared when it comes to CBD. They, but the thing is, they don't really know all the benefits that are behind it. Yeah. And that's our main mission right now, to expand people's mind and show them all the benefits that are going to come from it. Yeah. Dude, I was actually surprised when I went to that workout you led a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was actually surprised at your mobility and your movement yeah. because you're a fucking like big dude. I know you lift a lot, but you can also move pretty well. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you said that because um, I hate when people say, oh, you're a bodybuilder. I consider myself an athlete. Yeah. I will never, like you said, I train to be an athlete. I don't train to just build muscle and this and that. I never want to be one of those guys who can't even bend over and touch your toes. I love doing any kind of, I'm very into yoga. I love cycling. I've done two triathlons at this point, running, just a whole bunch of different stuff that are, allow me to just be mobile and agile, like you said. Yeah. Was that, was that, when you were first really getting into fitness, was it more about aesthetics, more about like looking jacked and looking shredded? Yeah. And then it's kind of evolved but into more. Funny thing is that, like the way that I see it is, look, when I'm at the beach with my shirt off, the girls, they're not going to care how much I lift. They're just going to care about my abs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to me, it's always been about just, you know, I love to work out. I love to freaking do heavy weights and whatnot. But my main thing has always been how my body felt. And I never felt comfortable myself when I'm all big and jacked up. I just don't like that look in myself personally. So I always make sure to add some type of athletic training. That's what I've always been. I just got into cycling and yoga. But before it was track. I love doing to the track and doing sprints. Hell yeah. I love that. Where do you go? Flamingo Park? Flamingo Park, yeah. That's the spot, bro. That really is the spot. Miami, dude, like we live in such a dope city, bro. Uh, people honestly here, people take it for granted. Yeah. 
Have you thought about like are you are you here for good or have you thought 100%. about moving? No, I'll never move Miami. Yeah. No. Mike said he's moving to LA, right? Good for him. I'll go visit him. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right? And your mom's in Miami. Yeah, my mom's here. And how often do you guys kick it and see each uh, other? I see her like once a week. Yeah. Times a week. Yeah. I saw her yesterday actually. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. And talk about um, you know, we're recording this. Thanksgiving is less than a week away. What is something right now in your life that you're extremely grateful for maybe that stands out above any other thing you know i'm i'm very grateful and not just being at the position that i am myself right now like I'm, I'm i'm in such a position that i'm able to give back like doing this events for this thanksgiving event that we're doing tomorrow it's just when you start thinking about like i said over a thousand families are gonna get fed tomorrow thanks to everything that we've been accomplishing it's just it's not just the fact that we're able to give back it's just the fact that i'm able to connect so many different people mm. to come together so it's all those people that are not it's just you know it's amazing to give out the turkeys but it's all the people that are going to come to the event tomorrow and that i'm very grateful for you as well like having people believe in me in, enough to donate all this money we have over five thousand dollars that we collected for this event you know, it's it's not easy to tell people, oh, can you give me five hundred bucks? Yeah. You know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of trust from someone to just give you a check for five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. You get me? Yeah. Not everybody does that. Yeah. And I gotta be very consistent. Yeah. And I gotta annoy and be bothering a lot of people for that. Yeah. What's your What's your strategy for that in terms of whether it's with sponsors or raising like, money? I'm, I'm as persistent as they come. When I set my mind to doing something, I'm gonna do it. So. I just bother people. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> I love it. And and like and I'm sure you do it in a respectful oh, way. Of course, of course. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they know that I'm I'm not bothering them for fun. I'm bothering for a good cause. So Hell yeah. But I'm I'm very persistent, so that's how I get all this money. I literally on the phone twenty four seven, calling, emailing, showing up, doing whatever it takes. Dude, that that is what I think a lot of I'm very in the health and wellness space, so I see a lot of yoga teachers or healers, and they have beautiful missions. They have beautiful intentions to change the world and make an impact, but I also see a lack of action being taken. Correct. It's like they think they can manifest everything, yeah, yeah, no. and like there's a point where you, that's true. That is true, but you need to take action. You need to, yeah. Like if there's like that's the shit that people don't see behind the scenes is the emails, is the early mornings, the late nights, Correct. like the shit that's not that glamorous. Mm. You're not going to post about it. Of course. But that's what enables you to create that life. Because personally, to me, at the end of the day, my name is on this, so. Yeah. I'm not going to let myself down. Of course, and bro. Especially the people who are behind it, who are people who invest their time. Because at this point, it's not just my time. There's 10 people who are behind me who are putting in as much effort as I am. You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm the voice. It's my name on it. But behind me, there's 10 other people who have been doing such a, a big role in order for everything that's happening tomorrow to happen. Yeah. Talk a little bit about also, you know, we spoke a little bit about mushrooms before. I'm curious to know, you said, I mean, you, we all had our partying days where we drank, we blacked out, we smoked weed, like whatever it is. What are a couple of things? It doesn't necessarily need to be like a drug or a psychedelic, but things that have helped you gain new perspective on yourself and on your life. I mean, I would definitely say a lot of partying. I did a lot of partying when I was young. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad I got that out of my way at a young age. Yeah. That's why I'm like, so like boring now, <laughs> to say the least. It's just, 
I learned a lot from that. I saw a lot of the nightlife. I saw what goes behind the nightlife. And it kind of like turned me off and it made me not want to get involved with any of that at this point in my life. Because the way that I just see it, if, if it's not making me any better, it's not any doing anything better for my tomorrow, then I have no business being there. And I'm really just wasting my time because if I stay up late trying to go out and party, I'm not going to wake up early in the morning and get my work cut in and be productive. I'm going to be hangover and stuff like that. Yeah. So have there been any, have there been any tools, you know, that you've accessed, whether it's CBD or mushrooms, anything that's helped relax your body and maybe connect new waves in your self-awareness, your brain, so you've been able to elevate your game to another higher level? I definitely feel like I started taking CBD like almost two years ago, and that's what made me believe into it so much that I made a business out of it because I, I get a lot of, I'm a very anxious person, I get a lot of anxiety, and sometimes like I cannot control it, so that's why I started taking CBD. They were like, oh, take this oil, take this gummies, and it will just calm you down, relax. So I started like, you know what, let me give it a try. And like I started taking it in the morning. In the morning I would take some drops and I would just literally go on my balcony, put some headphones, like put some like meditation music and just relax. I started doing that in the morning and then at nighttime. And that completely just like expanded my mind, started, started making me see things from an outsider's point of view of my life. I started like, I don't want to say judge myself, but like I started seeing myself, seeing the action, seeing the, the stuff that I was doing on a daily basis, how they were impacting not just myself, but others around me. Because sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like we get so caught up in us, us, me, 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 that we just tend to forget about what's going, what are our decisions doing to the people who surround us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was something that I needed in my life because I started, I felt like I was being too selfish on myself at one point and it was not helping me. I was so focused on Ramsey's, Ramsey's, and my fitness, and my fitness, like what's better for my career, how can I get leaner, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, like, I, I started looking at myself from an outsider, you know, I was being selfish. I wasn't really focused on what, what was really my vision when I started. I kind of mm. got, like, pushed to the side from, that's kind of like why I started getting away from, like the, like, the competition, like that fitness side of it. It's just I felt like I was getting drained into something that is not what I really had a passion for and why I started my journey on. So I feel like the CBD just completely made a big difference on that and it yeah. helped me just become more calm and realize that I need to just relax a little bit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man, <laughs> especially with, especially with, and I actually remember you saying something similar. Like we had a very brief conversation after last year's Summit of Greatness, like, we were, I think, both waiting for an Uber at the airport after we got back. And I, and I think you, like, mentioned something like that, that you were kind of just, see, like, looking to see what was next for you. Correct. Like, you knew there was more. And, like, Definitely. you were doing great things, but you weren't satisfied. Yeah, 100%. Which I think is, I think is great, man, that you weren't um, complacent, but you also had the awareness that maybe some of your actions were selfish. I've definitely been there. Yeah. And like, we just got to take a step back sometimes and be like, yo, like this life <laughs> we're living is so dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like where else can we create an impact and, and touch another life? I'm curious to know because new year's is around the corner and you know, everyone's going to be saying new year, new me. I'm about to get my body, my mind, right. Sign up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, can you, can you give maybe three simple strategies or tips that someone who's just getting started in their health journey 
could easily implement into their new life? First thing first, have breakfast. Don't skip your breakfast. Do some type of physical activity five times a week, even if it's just 30 minutes. A lot of people tend to be like, oh, I don't have time to work out. I only have 30 minutes. I don't have time for two hours, an hour long workout. But you need to realize at the end of the day, 30 minute workout is better than no workout at all. And find some type of audio book, a book, listen to a YouTube speech, something that's going to change your mind, change your mindset, change the way you see life. It's going to make you be more motivated, be more ambitious about the things that you want in life. People tend to just wake up and put some music on the way to work, put some music, and then what's that, really, what's that music really doing for you? People need to realize that the first the couple first hours of the day your brain is just soaking everything in you know you're getting your ba- your brain your body ready for the whole day so you need to just recharge your body get your mindset in the right conscious by listening to the proper audio even if it's reading i personally i hate reading so that's why i say audiobooks where, where and, I, and I heard there's a really dope podcast oh there you go all podcasts yeah you know, you know? <laughs> come, come on we gotta plug it up um I'm curious, so you mentioned don't skip breakfast. What are your thoughts then on intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting. You know, it's funny I say it. I'm actually, I'm doing an intermittent fasting guy right now. And it's funny because I, I said no skipping breakfast, but today I skip breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's certain things that work for some people and there's certain things that don't work for some people. I'm trying it right now. i never done it on myself. So, you know, I personally, I was like, oh, you know, you need to eat your six meals a day. You need to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between of them. But I see so many people having success with it that, and, you know, at the end of the day, I cannot talk good or bad about it unless I try it on myself. So I'm actually in the in the process of trying my own guy that I'm doing. So I'm trying to, like, doing some research that I've been doing on myself and then trying it on myself to see how it feels. Yeah. It's hard, but, I mean, it's getting by. So typically you would pretty much wake up and pretty soon after waking up you'd have breakfast yeah and then you would work out kind of like on a full stomach on a, on a fat i mean yeah but i mean I, I just i wouldn't have like if i was going straight to the gym i would just have a small breakfast but yeah. i would need some type of food in my system yeah but like for example today i worked out fasted yeah bro yeah. dude i'm telling you man like there's so much science especially behind like the 16-8 principle Correct. 16 hours fasted but i think an easy way to look at it is don't eat within three hours of going to bed and don't eat within three hours of waking, waking up. up so like, so if, if you're going to bed at 11, don't eat past eight. And if you're waking up at six, don't eat past nine or correct. before nine. Before nine yeah. And that's already like 13 or 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that def- detoxifies your organs, your digestion. And then when you, when you get a little workout in on top of that, like you're burning, burning. straight fat, bro. Mm-hmm. You're in a state of ketosis. And like, that is when you can fucking get shredded. Correct. That's dope. I mean, it's working right now. So yeah. What's, what does your morning routine look like right now? Like what are the three things you need to do every morning? Well, I mean, first thing first, I wake up and I write down on my goals every single morning. And I mean, right now it's just kind of like it's, I'm in a, in a shift because I was doing the triathlon. So before this, like like a couple of weeks ago, my routines was cardio every single morning, two hours of cardio, whether it was biking, running or swimming. That was my routine. But nowadays that I'm not I'm over that. I already did it like a month ago. So just wake up, listen to my podcast listen to my audiobook, anything that I listen to, write down my goals and just, I like to take a couple minutes for myself. I walk my dog, I just got a dog, so 
that's those are literally my top three things that I do every morning. I write down my goals as I'm walking my dog. I listen to my to my audiobook or anything that I listen to, and it just it clears me off and it just gets my morning started just good. What time do you usually wake up at? Six a.m. Six, and you go to bed at too late. Yeah, <laughs> like twelve, one in the morning. Yeah, so you're getting like five or six. Yeah, yeah, we need to get you to like seven or eight. That would be nice. That's going to be a game changer. All right, bro. I want to get in to what we call rapid fire. So I just want you to pop off first thing that comes to mind. You ready? Let's do it. Favorite emoji? Favorite emoji. <laughs> the bicep. Oh, no. I like this one. I like this yes, one. There you go. Hang one. There you go. <laughs> I've been using a lot of that lately. What's your biggest pet peeve? People making me wait. Ooh, yeah, dude, you were punctual as fuck yes, today. Yes. I appreciate you. Not a doubt. In Miami, you never know what to expect. Never. That's why I try to be, like, concise, like, communicate effectively, like, yo, let's get here at this time. I love that. Yeah. Um, what is one book or movie? I know you said you don't like reading, but maybe an audio book or movie that's impacted you in a really powerful way. Mm, I will say the 10X rule. Oh, Grant Cardone? Grant Cardone, you see this? I got the, t the X. Oh, I see it. Do you have the 10 anywhere? <laughs> well, that's... X is for 10. Oh, hell. Oh, got you, got you, got you. The Roman numeral. Yes. Um, it's your last dinner, all right? It's your last supper on planet Earth. You're fried eating? chicken and fries fried and ice cream. Okay, fried chicken, fries. Who are going to be the three people at that table with you? It can't be any family, so I know your mom is your best friend, your biggest source of inspiration, but she can't be there for this one. Gotcha. Three people... Uh, we'll say they have to be living right now. Living? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we ha I'll have definitely Mike. I have my boy Yannick. He's like one of my best friends growing up. And I would definitely say Freddie, a good friend of mine. So we play football together. Hell yeah. So three homies. Three homies. Nice, man. If there was one person maybe that you'd want to have a conversation with, maybe dead or alive, maybe it's a former athlete or a CEO or some sort of founder or some inspirational figure to you, who would that person be? You know, that's a good question. Can't think of anybody. I would love to meet Grant Cardone. Yeah? Yeah. Well, he lives in the area, bro. I know. And I, we got mutual friends, but... It just hasn't has happened yet. It'll happen soon. Yeah. For sure, bro. Um, dude, I want to acknowledge you, Ramses, for everything Thank you, man. for everything that you're doing right now, man. Everything that you're creating, you are on a clear mission to create an impact, to make the community a better place, to impact children's lives. And you're doing it in a very powerful, intentional way. And I also noticed like this is the first time we've kind of had a in-depth conversation. Correct. You um you're willing to admit your shortcomings and flaws. And I think that's so important if we're going to continue growing and, and getting to the next level, bro. So I'm so excited for collaborating, Thank for uh, connecting with you in the future, man, and, and making an impact. And um, I just want to give you a little time to promote anything you wanted to, where people can connect with you. All right, guys. So make sure you guys are following me on Instagram first thing first. So it's at MIA underscore fitness. Can't miss that. Got it. And just check out my website if you guys are interested in, you know, changing your lifestyle, changing your mindset. We have weight loss programs, gain weight programs. We have ebooks for quadzillas if you guys want to get the best looking legs in the game. Yo, sure can you, you show guys... us your quads, bro? Ah, damn, I'm wearing pants, but um, I'm, sure, I'm sure you can see them through the pants. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So we got, we got the quadzilla books. We got the cooking book. We have the vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. 
anything you guys want, I promise I'm going to hook you guys up and you're going to get the results you guys want. If you guys want to change your lifestyle and get the proper recovery, train like an athlete and recover like royalty, make sure you guys check out Royalty Extracts, which is at royalty underscore extracts. We're changing the game of recovery, so make sure you guys check us out. Hell yeah. We're going to link to all of that in the show Definitely. notes. Fuck yeah, man. You guys already know what time it is. It's time to get your mind right and stand up to sitting. That's right.